This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Happy Friday. It's a windy Friday over here. Oh, it's windy for you? It's just cold for me. (laughs) We have like wind advisories. It's scary. Oh my gosh. It's not windy at all here. I'm just glad because it was originally supposed to snow today and that is not happening anymore. That's over. It's canceled. (laughs) I know. I know. Also, we're making it seem like Dylan and I are on two ends, two different ends of the country. We're like uh, 40 minutes away from each other. Well, I mean, we're not like in the same place. Like weather weather is wild that way. Like you can cross the street and it's not raining anymore. Weather, (laughs) Weather is. What's our favorite haiku about weather? Salt Lake City. Oh, <laughs> Whitney and Heather, <laughs> bad weather, tornado, spin the truth, destroy. destroy. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Lisa Barlow. We miss you. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Today we're going to recap New Jersey and Summer House. Before we get into that, we have a very exciting announcement to talk about. Yay. We are launching a mention it all newsletter. So your favorite Bravo recaps funny stuff all of it is going to be in a once a week email launching in just a couple of weeks i'm going to be writing it myself so you know if you're if you don't hate me subscribe to this newsletter <laughs> um you can subscribe at betches.co slash bravo newsletter uh go sign up now so you can get the first email when it comes out it'll also be on our social media and everything so you can you'll be able to find it if you want to but yeah it's going to be exciting and i think um... you guys will really like it I'm so excited to read that, Dylan, because you do write great recaps. So well, I'm you. excited. But in other news, transitioning over, we have some sad news to talk about, which is that Tinsley and Scott broke up for the what we think the final time is. I think this is it. I feel like I think. I want like sad music to be playing in the background right now. Uh, we can maybe we can ask our we can ask that we plugged in. The thing we're gonna no, be like, no man, we're gonna delete our just delete my, our episode. Pretty little voice. Um, it is. It sounded great. I read an article that he this is like they break up and he dates other women and then they get back together because they want to be together. And I'm yeah. like, huh? Okay, so it's it's interesting. So the news broke yesterday and Scott officially confirmed it. Like he said that they're not together anymore. So it's not like some report. It's not like a rumor that they, they are not together. But right. then after the fact, all of these sources then started coming forward. So every kind of tabloid has its own story about like a, a source close to the couple said, blah, 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 blah. And so there are kind of differing reports. I think most people seem to be in agreement that Scott was the one who ended it, but there's a disagreement. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's there seems to be questions over how long they've been split up, right. whether this was kind of a one-time thing or whether they've really been on and off, 
you know, kind of the whole time. And but I think the the overarching thing is I I think most people just feel bad for Tinsley because she really she thought she was, you know, leaving town for her fairy tale and it has gone wrong and you know, she left the show, she left New York and it it seems like it seems like she it really didn't turn out how she wanted it to and I I do feel bad for her. I 100% feel bad. We love Tinsley. She's like a fan favorite. She's a great housewife. But uh, Dylan and I were texting yesterday and I think it's so funny. Like everyone, like we're so, we're so sad. Like this sucks. And we're like, so is she coming back as a New York housewife or what? Like perfect story. Plug Tinsley right in. Literally like, I feel like the entire response on social media was like, oh, poor Tinsley. Now come back to Rowdy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, Honestly, we need her. I love her and Leah together. Like they need Tinsley needs to come back. And honestly, I can see it. I can see it. I, I agree. I manifesting. Think, obviously, they've filmed season 13 already. So she's not going to be mm. on this current season. But I mean, if they're going to start filming again in like six months, I it would kind of be a perfect storyline to, to have her sort of coming back to New York with her tail between her legs a little bit and sort of starting fresh. Honestly, that's how we saw her her first season on Roni and yes, kind of building herself back up. I personally, um, I think that Tinsley brought a lot to the show, even though she wasn't always the most kind of like, you know, over the top or, you know, dramatic housewife. I, I did really enjoy what she brought to the show. And I think yeah. she, she definitely left in a way while they might not have been happy that she left in the middle of the season, she was, it was iconic. She didn't leave because she had nothing left to give on the show. She left because of her relationship. And so and listen, it wouldn't be it weird for work, her to come back. Right. And that can't work for everyone. Like it did for Tinsley. Like that was, people were like applauding that exit. I know. They gave her, they gave her, <laughs> I will say, you know, they might not be happy behind closed doors that she left in the middle of the season, but they gave her a very gracious, send off so it seems like there's probably not a whole lot of bad blood and to be honest tinsley is one of the more well-known new york housewives outside of the show itself people have heard of her people she has you know an audience so i don't know she's a new york socialite um an og an og also really quick because i feel like we didn't mention this in the beginning of the week with this whole the fact that a-rod and a-rod and j-lo announced didn't but it was announced that they broke up then then every the whole internet was freaking out then the next day they're like we're we're not broken up we're just working through things while madison is now taking selfies on vacation watching the world burn and i felt bad because i was like is this actually truly because of her but it's funny because last night I'm watching Happens Live, Shep was on it, happened to be on it. And he mm-hmm. was like, it's so funny. He's like, our little show, because Southern Charm, you know, is not Housewives, it's not Vanderpump. He's like, our little show is on the cover of magazines now. So like yeah. the rest of the cast is like loving this attention because everyone's like, like what's Southern Charm? <laughs> I feel like Bravo those producers are probably calling the cast and being like, get back to Charleston now. We need to start filming like next week. If they are not, if they're not like fast tracking whatever filming plans, I don't know what their schedule is, but they're not because they, he said that. Well, uh, I, I don't, I know, but he's well, I like, guess the boys were just filming winter house. 
Exactly. I so don't know. we're exactly Dylan. They need to listen to you. Like, hello, do you guys not see this? Like, as a legitimate, there's like I can't remember viewer what, increase. I can't remember what moment it's from, but there's that picture of a producer just being like, "I need Andy in a camera." And it's like that's <laughs> what? what we need. Like, send uh, Andy to wherever Madison is. Do an hour long. They need the Oprah interview. To be honest, like we need a two hour sit down. Well. And okay, one more thing, then we're done with Madison because you know how I feel. I know Shep, how you feel. In another, in another article, so that was Watch Happens Live, but in an article, he said the NDA did exist. Like they're a pair, allegedly, but not yes. allegedly, it did exist, the NDA, and that it was seemed that he pursued her. Mm, yeah, that sounds right. I feel like there's alleged, <laughs> there's like two types of allegedly. There's like allegedly, like, who knows if it's true, but I'm just going to say it. And there's allegedly where it's like, I know for a fact it's true, but I still don't want to get gonna, sued. I'm going to plug the word allegedly in yeah. there. Okay. You, can, you can read between the lines and figure out which one it is usually. Correct. Um, okay. We we <clears throat> must get into New Jersey wait, and Summer House because there's... You're, wait, what? I have like word vomit. You're going to kill me because it's just, I have no, to fine. get it in there. I have to. I know this is a Bravo account, but we have to talk about... Two things that happened last night, which was overserve with Lisa Vanderpump, which was not oh, good. Not okay, good. moving on. And then keeping up with the Kardashians final season. Oh, they didn't... used the word final in the intro. I, I didn't watch it. It yet. is final. I'll give you an overview. It was literally about Scott and Sophia and their breakup and oh. about Chloe and her um oh. her pregnancy process. That oh. was really what that episode was at. It was actually very good. I suggest watching it. Oh. I obviously revolved my life around it so oh okay yes. um <laughs> that was my new- that was my review of keeping up with the kardashians oh. in five different o's um <laughs> i actually i am i am like lightly planning on watching this season just because i feel like it's important i i no guarantees <laughs> i'll get to it like right away but overserved with lisa vanderpump it's a it's a no for me i watched it's not good i had i i had a screener of the first episode so i watched it a couple weeks ago and it just was like forced without so i when i watched it it was without commercials or anything so it was like 20 minutes long and i still felt like i couldn't get through it like i still was was like forced i still was like pausing it to do other things and it's just i it wasn't the lisa we know it was like she made herself a different character and i don't like that i think it would it might have been better if they kind of leaned into the hosting and like um kind of cooking decorating all of that aspect because that i think is kind of like fun and you feel like she is kind of better at that but the celebrity guest thing just like isn't working for me i don't think she's great at kind of connecting with those guests it felt like she was reading off of note cards about vivica a fox like i don't think she knew it anything was the about first time her. they met yeah it was so strange but to be honest honestly i'm gonna connect it to bravo in some way because it did feel like below deck where she changes the theme and the tablescapes for oh, each oh, guest yeah. that she has. And I was like, okay. Wait, it's funny also because the theme of her first dinner party was Provence. And she said that Provence is one of her favorite places. And my friend pointed out to me that Provence is actually the Beverly Hills trip that she skipped because she didn't want to be <laughs> with Kyle and Teddy. <laughs> so I'm like, That's Lisa, sad. you had a free trip to Provence that you just noped out on, but whatever. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. 
One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, Jersey. Um, It's time. This week's episode was like, honestly, not that exciting. And then the pool party at the end was clearly like the main event. Um, Mm -hmm. We have Joey's birthday at the shore and there's a dinner with Teresa and Kim and Lisa. Kim and Lisa are like the weirdest side characters to me because they have been around for so long, but just, I guess they probably don't want to be that involved in the show if they aren't at this point, but like they just bring nothing for me. To be honest, though, I do like to see how far they've come with Teresa, because when Melissa and her were in their prime fighting, obviously they hated Teresa because they were on Melissa's side. But to see them laughing and after all these years, like Mm -hmm. coming and like being friends, I love that. They reminded going back all those years to when they were kind of like, um, you know, coming at Teresa, it reminded me of like Melissa was Ursula and then. (laughs) <laughs> Kim and Lisa were the two little eels, Flotsam and Jetsam, that kind of swim around her. That was Kim and Lisa to me. I can't ever get that image out of my head. I am <clears throat> so impressed that you, that number one, I didn't know there were names, but that you knew the names of the eels. I mostly know that because of the musical. Like Little Mermaid okay. then was like a stage, whatever. Okay. We won't get into it. So <laughs> basically, uh, Joey tells Teresa that she needs to basically figure shit out with Jackie, which I appreciate because everyone knows that Joey is the only person who can really talk sense to Teresa. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought it was good that that little moment happened. Uh, Teresa's having a pool party. Everyone's invited, including Jackie and including Michelle, which Melissa is like, uh, what? It is funny because Melissa like stopped dead in her tracks because of course, Teresa was like, here, Melissa, you send the text message. So it was truly heartfelt from Teresa's end. It was um, such a weird moment yeah. <laughs> that, that they're sitting at the table together and Teresa's like, Melissa, you write the text. I'm sorry. You can tell, though, Teresa was drunk. Teresa yeah. had drinks in her. Like, yes. you can tell by her pitch of her voice when she's drunk. It's so funny. But so Melissa stopped dead in her tracks and she goes, you're inviting Michelle. Hello. I'm, I'm t- sending an olive branch to someone you're not friends with, but you're inviting Michelle. Hello, insert production. Of course, Michelle is going to be invited to the right, pool party. Right to re- if you go into the text inbox, there's a separate one from Bravo that's like, Michelle must be at the pool party. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's funny. Like when Melissa's like, you can invite your weird friend yourself. Like I'm not putting her on this text, which smart, like she shouldn't be in the group text. I no. will. I just like, am not liking Michelle's vibe at all. I, I mean, no. 
I remember back when they were filming in the fall, there were all of these, you know, there's always when they're filming like rumors about who the new cast is, like you see Mm -hmm. photos of them at events and stuff. And it seemed for a minute like Michelle was like the new housewife. Yeah. And I remember kind of like looking into her being like, oh, she's a realtor. Like she looks fun. Like she whatever looks like she would fit in with this group. And I am, I don't know if they were ever trying to cast her for real, but watching this season now, I am so glad they didn't because I just, it's bad vibes whenever she's on screen. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Um, there's more of her at the pool party. We'll get to that. But um, we want to talk about Margaret and her ghostwriter, yeah. which I, I thought that was a beautiful scene. I loved how vulnerable and open Margaret was. And it's so funny. I don't think out of every single Bravo celebrity who has a book, which is a lot of them, we've never really seen, correct me if I'm wrong, that because they all let us know that they wrote their book, which we know is not the case. But like, it's interesting to put the recorder on the table. They meet a bunch of times. They just like talk and then it like turns into a book. So it is like storytelling 101. I appreciate that. Obviously, I think Margaret is great. I no doubt she has gone through a lot of really interesting stuff. I'm excited to actually um, read more of her book because Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of these Bravo Liberty books, it's kind of like, maybe there's some tea about the show. But like, other than that, I don't really care. I actually am. I'm interested to see what Margaret's book kind of has. It comes out in a few weeks. And I think we're going to have her on the podcast, hopefully. So stay tuned. Um, yes, but yeah, yeah. Like I appreciate that she is showing this because having her like obviously it's interesting what she's talking about, but showing her talking to her co-author and doing this recording process, it she can talk about the book so much more authentically because she's not pretending that she just like sat down with a word document and wrote thirty thousand words. And right and yeah that's not realistic and i appreciate i think it's smart that she's letting us in because then we can actually see these conversations versus her being like so i wrote a book it's about me there's lots of good stories and it's like just like cut it out yeah but she did open up about joe and like how he's her first like amazing basically supportive man adult relationship and man and honestly it was so nice because like we love joby like he's he really is like so kind and cute and nice well it's it's interesting hearing her talk about her past relationship with um why jan jan joseph's because we've seen jan on the show they clearly Mm -hmm. they don't you know, they still get along to a degree. And so it's it's interesting to get a little more context for what kind of didn't work in their relationship. And she said that he was quite a bit older and they were always fighting about money and he was he kind of had the control in the relationship. And, yeah. you know, Margaret Josephs is not somebody who needs to be controlled, trust and believe. No, and I love when the ghostwriter... I, I'm sorry, I keep calling her that, but that's what it said under yeah, her name. So. Whatever. <laughs> Um, she came in and Margaret goes, sorry, we're renovating. Can I get you a drink? <laughs> that fucking iced coffee in a wine glass with a straw gets me every time. I love, like, I love that for we, her. I know, but we know you're renovating, Margaret. We know. Like, when is it? Is this <laughs> Never gonna, not. It's just, yeah, this is it. This is how it's going to be. But this, we, we got to go to this pool party. Okay. This Jersey pool. Shore not themed birthday party. I we mean, gotta, pool party. We got to go to the pool party, but you know who didn't got to go to the pool party was Jackie. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I got to say, I wish she would have gone. I I understand there- kind of the, the, 
I understand the reason she didn't want to go, but I think from a show standpoint, I just wish it's hard because it's like, I, I, I like Jackie a lot. I want her to, you know, have a great season. I'm kind of rooting for her, but at a certain point you just have to show up. So I, I don't know. I agree. I see kind of both sides where I would or wouldn't show up. So I totally. think she should she should have because it's an icebreaker. There's people there. You can, you know, kind of just like move on. And then I don't because there's alcohol flowing. You haven't had the conversation yet. Like it could not go the way you want it. So and Jackie, of all people, we know her. There was not a chance in hell she was going to that pool party there wasn't not right. i didn't even think twice that she was going to that especially well, with evan yeah. jackie's one of those people where it's like she's not desperate for the spotlight she's not desperate for the camera time if she doesn't show up in this episode much it's not that big of a deal to her and i think that's I, that's great for her i'm like hap- I'm, I'm happy for her that she's not like desperate but in terms of the show Sometimes right. it works to our advantage to have people that are really like hungry for the spotlight because then they're never going to miss a, an event, even if they're just getting, you know, dragged through the mud and the shit kicked out of them. It's like, no, I got to be there. Like, it's going to be a good, a good scene. Yeah. And the thing I didn't like, obviously, when Teresa acts like this is like when she was like, all right, well, then go. She can go fuck herself then. And I'm like, no, that's not like Teresa. You have to understand that. And this is we've seen Teresa do this before, too. Teresa's like, okay, I'm done. No, like she just didn't want to come to the pool party. You guys can still talk after. I think Jackie now has to be the one to be like, hey, listen, I didn't want to come. Like, can we talk another time? So the ball is now in her court. But I think the way Teresa just like throws her hand and gives up is like, no, that's not how it works. Like, right. I wish I wish Jackie would have come to the party. But I also understand that you can extend an olive branch in a way that's not just like come to my big event. Like, let's actually talk about stuff. Right. Um, speaking of talking about stuff at the big event, let's talk about Joe and, and uh, John Payas, I think their last name is. Um, so they actually... No, their last name is like some long... It begins with a K, like no, some long... Michelle's last name is Payas. I promise. Do they have two They have two different last names? I'm telling you. Maybe. Her name is Michelle Payas. Uh, this okay. is not important. Uh, <laughs> so they talk and they actually... Uh, really settle their issue like adults and you know Mm -hmm. they kind of quickly get to the bottom of where the misunderstanding was and seem to really you know put it aside meanwhile michelle is going over to talk to the women and she's like just trying to stir up drama and it's hilarious that she's being messy and then they look over and they're like oh i guess our husband's made up like okay Okay, so the thing is about this conversation is it was very bizarre. Like it was, it was definitely just for filming because the they the or they were showing how guys can just settle their fights right. like very quickly. I'm not getting into details with what they were talking about because I truly think it was ridiculous. I honestly thought Joe Gorga made himself look not good, to be honest. Like, and but at the same time. Everything needs to be in writing. Are you guys kidding? Especially when it comes to money. You do not handshake things like that. And also, Joe, the fact that Joe was like, no, I meant moving forward, not that event. And I was like, all right, this was just not a good look. All of this should be in a contract somewhere. (laughs) Very bizarre. And so, but they settled it. It was good. But you're right. Comparing the women, Melissa was like, Michelle, come here. And it was annoying to me a little bit that Melissa, like, 
she like wanted to start of like of argument and i yeah. was like that's it that, come on melissa like stop and michelle actually handled it better than melissa did she did except for she's saying that it has nothing to do with them which is like okay but then michelle like why were you gossiping about it to jennifer right. uh, so it's it's honestly pretty similar to what happened with jackie and Teresa. that like Teresa was telling everyone this rumor michelle was telling jennifer and it's like okay but if it actually has nothing to do with you then stay out of don't it tell, like don't talk don't about tell it other people and, yeah and it's the same with the evan rumor that whether or not michelle made it up or started it or was trying to be messy she's the reason that the group is talking about it so whether or not you are you know whether or not you did something like super wrong you can at least own the fact that you're like the source of the conversation within the group but you know they settle their issue whatever i will be curious to see how much michelle is around from now on because she is i guess going to be selling Teresa's house but other than that it doesn't seem like she really has much of a reason to be around but you never know yeah and i love how part of the making up process was that michelle sells Teresa's house like how is this involved in the whole con john john you know (laughs) i don't know but of course the last thing we need to talk about is ms jennifer aiden getting wow absolutely uh just smashed off of tequila she (laughs) i have not seen someone get drunk like that in a while i mean deandra was close on tuesday's dallas episode but nowhere nowhere quite at that level of jen when Jen was drinking the water bottle and it oh was just on her top lip and it was pouring out Poured the that entire was the- water bottle down her stomach. So here's the thing. She kept going around the whole day being like, I'm on cloud nine. Like she, this was her time to oh, get out away from the kid. She, she was like making pretend she was on vacation. Like she went to a pool party, living it up. But <clears throat> listen, it's never, it, 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 it's hard to judge when things like this happen because if it happens one time, okay, it's funny. Like she got so drunk, she had to be carried out, whatever. And she did was a good sport about it and was laughing about it herself on Watch Reppin's Live. She was like, you know, making because what are you gonna do? She's like, was it a good look? No, it happened, whatever. It was funny. But Andy, I love when Andy's like can't hide his expressions and he's like, Your your drunk was better than than your husband's like, no, it wasn't a good look at all. But <laughs> yeah, like she, she had fun. Mama had she fun. She had fun, but she said she doesn't remember the pool party. Doesn't remember it. So did she have fun? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it looked like she was having fun until she wasn't. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I love to see that. I feel like that's going to be all of us this summer after we get vaccinated. But of course, um, of course, responsibly. <laughs> We're not promoting overconsumption. Uh (laughs) Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Okay, let's talk about Summer House because uh, another doozy of an episode. Uh, our main kind of issue here is Hannah versus Kyle again. Um, I actually appreciated how Kyle you know, kind of sucked it up at the beginning of the episode and was like, okay, like Hannah, like, let's talk, like, let's actually discuss our problems. Then they go outside and I love how everyone in the house just eavesdrops constantly. They're like looking over balconies and out windows and no Uh, conversation is truly private in this house. No, but we have to call out the best line of the entire episode was Paige when she was eavesdropping and she said, this isn't a set. I put this together. If you guys were wondering while they're laying on the top. And I was like, that was like, she, she's having a Paige is having a great season this season. Um, okay. So this Hannah is not this Hannah and Kyle thing. It goes, it goes to shit very quickly because basically Kyle is saying that he doesn't have that much of an issue with Hannah. He just doesn't like when she talks shit about his relationship mm-hmm. and basically he says that, like, as his friend, he wants her to just, like, not do that. And Hannah's response to that is basically like, well, I'm not your friend. We're mm-hmm. not friends. And you're, like, constantly, you're, like, mean to me, yelling at me. You're, like, acting like my dad, which, of course, she's she brings up the dad word. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's, like, way more mad at him than he is at her. And then, so Kyle is just like, okay, like, why am I in the same sentence as your dad? <laughs> and Hannah, that is a trigger in whatever whatever state of mind she's in. And she just starts screaming about, don't bring up my family. Don't talk about my dad. Don't, don't talk about my family ever. Storms out or in, I guess, back to the house. <laughs> and I, I had whiplash watching this fight because I'm like, what just happened? I actually had to rewind and be like, I don't think he talked about her family. And he, he didn't. didn't. He literally, I mean, he said the word dad because he was referencing what she just said. But nobody was talking about any real family. Like, it was so wild. He, he didn't even, he wasn't even talking about, like what you just said, he he like basically repeated what you he was questioning he actually said why am i in the same breath as your dad and that right it she acknowledged the fact that that was she was 100 yeah. percent wrong she acknowledged <laughs> it, 
she she yeah she brought it up later on the show and then also on watch what happens live she basically was like yeah i don't know what the fuck was happening with me and she I, like, was triggered she was bottled up a lot of emotion and that yeah is, i don't know like you mentioned she was on with shep and shep was like yeah hannah uh <laughs> i don't know what you like that was that was crazy because uh, but even andy <laughs> called her out andy said like she's not a good or i don't want to like mess up what he said about mental health but he was like you're like not a good like vision for mental health like this season it is interesting she's she, laughing she was laughing at yeah. herself like it's all good fun she mentioned though that this was like they had been in the house for like 35 days or something at this point and i totally get how it would be kind of work do a number on your brain to be like stuck for that long um i haven't you know obviously we've spent a lot of time inside in the last year but i haven't been like literally you know, stuck in a house for 35 days. Right. But so, okay. So then we're all upstairs, like in the kitchen and Hannah comes and it is this apology that was basically Oscar worthy. It, it was laughable. It <laughs> so was weird. I don't know how to explain. Yes. It was very weird. Like she, she, the first half was great. She apologized. She said, I'm, I feel like I've had some like, basically lashed out at people and she's apologized for that and any harm that she's caused in the house. Okay, fine. End it there. <laughs> then she proceeds to just direct it to Kyle and say, and the, the fake tears are still coming. And she said, you're the man. And then they showed every, <laughs> they showed each person's face in the house. And it was, I love those scenes when it doesn't involve, oh, sorry. And they FaceTimed Carl in because his quarantine wasn't <laughs> up yet. So Carl was still there. But like, I love that it wasn't a conversation for anyone. That was Hannah's conversation to have. So it's like, no one is going to say anything. So they all were just silent. It was I like so how awkward. every single person in the house is like, what the fuck is Hannah saying? And Luke is like, damn, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> like Luke was like, right. Luke was like on the same wavelength that it's like, what is going on? Dude, he it has was to stop singing. He's like, damn, I can't even remember the lyrics to my own songs. And he's like, girl, you smile. It makes me go wild. Uh, Luke, I'm like, I, all right, Luke. I'm glad. I'm glad though that, I'm glad, though, that Hannah and Kyle hopefully will kind of be able to be in a little more chill of a place, at least for a little bit, you know, because it's for the last few episodes, it's been the tension level has been very high. And I feel like now we can let some other stuff have kind of the spotlight. I like in this house, there's a lot of people we can kind of have like a rotating basis of like sort of who's on the hot seat. And it was like, the love triangle at the beginning and then this Kyle, uh, Hannah, Amanda stuff. And now we have a whole thing going down with Luke and Lindsay. And yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for it. It's crazy because Luke. Okay. I kind of feel bad for Luke in some scenes because he is just trying to like, hey, like he has that sporty relationship with Hannah. So he was like, do you want to like shoot? Like he's just kind of be trying to be like a friend. I don't know. That's how I'm seeing it during the day. At least he's like, you want to just like play a sport, whatever. And then he asked Tennis? Sierra at night to like watch a movie. No, because I think it was uh, <laughs> I think it was hockey at that at that time. Oh my God, wait, so, I thought you like couldn't think of the word for tennis. No, no. <laughs> he asked like whatever game he was playing at that moment. He asked and then like, sorry. And then see, he texted Sierra like, hey, do you want to watch a movie? Which like the timing of that late at night? Probably no. But Sierra was like, fuck no. But like he's kind of just like 
being turned down by everyone friend wise also. So I think that's why he's like, you know what? I'm going to swoop in on Lindsay and have someone acknowledge my presence. I know what you mean that it's like, he probably he came into the house thinking oh yeah like i'm i'm good buddies with hannah or whatever he thought was going on there i'm probably like gonna have a thing with sierra you know and then all of a sudden they fail fail right so he with kind of the people that he thought he was closest to he's sort of like damaged goods at this point like Mm -hmm. they want their space from him still and yeah i mean i don't think I don't think making a move on Lindsay is um, the best choice, but I do, I get what you're saying that it's, it makes sense why that would sort of be his impulse. If he's feeling, you know, lonely slash horny slash whatever. Right. Right. So they have this little beach day, which their beach days like stress me out because they pack a hundred things. They go to this like one pebble of sand. It like it really just like I don't know. It makes me they feel a yeah, certain it type doesn't of look way. Fun. It's it, yeah, it's not fun. So Lindsay and Lindsay calls Steven and they're done. They broke up. They're do- like that it was a it was a quick, nice, pleasant phone call, it seemed, which should have happened a long time ago. A little but- too quick, a little too pleasant for Sierra's yeah. taste. Yeah, she like, was like, what the fuck? She's like, like, she's like, why is Lindsay like smiling right now? Also, that phone call was pretty quick. Well, it, it it seems that Lindsay has been, when you compare the timeline and look at the phone call and everything, that she has clearly been checked out a while yeah, ago. Totally. So then the whole psychic thing kind of I got confused about because Hannah talks to the psychic and apparently she sends messages or text messages when she has like a thought. I don't know. So she like gets this message on her phone from the psychic that she tells Paige about that Lindsay and Luke have slept together, but we don't know the timeline. We don't know when we don't know anything. So people have been saying like at the beach day, whatever people are saying that it seems like Luke is flirting with Lindsay. Maybe they're flirting with each other. But the insinuation with this text from the psychic, which I want to know how that works. Like Hannah said on Watch What Happens Live that she doesn't pay this woman. So I'm like, okay, does she just like, is she just like thinking about you 24-7? I don't know. <laughs> um, the, the sort of insinuation is that they slept together before coming to the house, aka Lindsay cheated on Steven with Luke and Luke and Steven were good friends, I guess. So it's, I mean, if that's the case and that's sort of being alleged, as we would say, that's pretty sketchy. But I, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I mean, a text from a psychic is not the same as like receipts. So (laughs) I mean, okay. But then she kind of had us where she's like, she, the psychic though, doesn't know anything about this. Like, like she just like thought of this, but so basically the girls are trying to plant a seed now and we'll see in next episode if it is true. I don't, I will say, I don't know. Lindsay and Luke seem very flirty at this point in the house. They go, they are hanging out outside. Lindsay seems to be kind of, they're kind of comforting each other. I definitely think, that they will hook up, have hooked up, something has happened, but I don't Mm -hmm. know. I think it's like a little um, convenient slash uh, maybe production is involved in this specific text from the psychic and the timing of that text. Cause it's like, 
Wait, you literally were just talking about this like an hour ago that they were flirting with each other and now you're psychic. It's just like, <laughs> hey, girly, <laughs> thinking about you. I don't know. Something we'll see. popped up in my head that I wanted to share with you about a roommate or two. Oh, it's my cr- God, that's funny. It's crazy. The Summer House producer texted me asking if I had had any visions about Luke and Lindsay fucking. And then like I had one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god guys this was fun i feel like we talked about a lot of stuff we, we did much, it all in much to discuss as always there's so much going on thank you so much for listening if you want even more bravo content don't forget you can subscribe to our mention it all newsletter coming very soon at betches.co slash bravo newsletter all lowercase letters and until then, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. 